Welcome to Not Just Talk Radio, a modern-day movement offering a platform where real talk and new perspectives are transformed into action and evidence. Your host is LaTanya Jr., along with co-hosts Tina Wynn and Tony Brown. LaTanya is known for her unconventional brilliance and humanitarian scope of interest. They're ready to share both wit and wisdom. Now, here is LaTanya. Tina and Tony. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Night Let's Talk, we're here. Oh, and who's do 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 do? Of course. <laughs> For all the listeners around the world, I ha- first I have to say, because I don't want to get teary eyed, because I wanted to strangle. Have you ever loved someone so much? And, and and I get this call and I'm like, Tina, what happened? What happened, Tony to Tina? What? And then I thought, I'm going to rip her heart out of her chest. That was, a, that was a sense of love and passion. But let's just, Tony, Tony, you there, Tina, just allow us to love you. Oh, we love you. We're, we're so glad you're back. Love you we're more. Truly. So, so we, didn't, we didn't share with the planet that, um, and we're going to let Tina tell her story. And we're going to talk about this because... Um, it is such a critical thing. I have to tell you that out here, the National Heart Association said, the fact is, it's so critical. African-American women should go to sleep and wake up thinking about their heart. And I, and I know that feels like such a panic, but I guess they're saying stay in this sense of mode so you can try to align yourself with a healthy life. Sometimes it's genetic, and we're going to talk about that, but... Um, Tina, it's it's okay for me to say to the world that Tina had a heart attack. And I, I want to tell you, I couldn't figure out how she had a heart attack because this is the woman that does the right thing. I mean, she'll call me and tell me she's going to the gym while I'm drinking a mimosa. And <laughs> so I'm going to shut up because I really want Tina and Tony to talk about how this happened. But truly, Tina's a miracle and the story and how things align. Is, is the shocking, but for her, for us, we want to use this as a reminder. And again, I said, I'm going to share some stats and, um, and we need to, to bring this conversation to all the women in our family and friends, because it is a critical issue in, in the African-American community and, and amongst women. So uh, Tina, we love you again. And, and, and Tony, you guys want to start to share with us. The date was what date? What day was that? It, it was, was uh, Saturday, March 2nd. March 2nd. In Las and you, Vegas. In Las Vegas. You guys, as you know, Tina and Tony, t- Brownwind Agency, phenomenal, phenomenal event planning agency. I mean, you guys were doing an event for how many people? Uh, about about 1,000 or so. This no, was it was the, more than that. Yeah, oh, it was, was more than year? that. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was, more than, it was their biggest year, so maybe it was, it was the about the biggest year. The client was, people. it's okay yeah. for us to share the client. The client was? Absolutely. Black Enterprise, the Black Enterprise Woman of Power Summit. A so, phenomenal. What, now, what a phenomenal event. They're producing, the, you know, putting together the Woman, Black Enterprise Woman of Summit in, in Vegas. Woman of Power. Woman power, power Summit. I'm sorry, Power Summit in Vegas. Over 1,000 women. Uh, for a couple of days, it's just not one day. It's, it's a tremendously huge taking on and requires a lot of talent. And now let's get to that moment. For those that can sort of visualize this, these women are running around. They're orchestrating. It's a design. It's a dance. Um, they have their walkie-talkies. They're saying, you know, snap. It's time to serve food. It's, you know, change the war. You know, they're doing it. 
And I know you had said to me you had just um, been with the actress um, Lynn Winfield. Right now, I'm going to prep this and I'll say it. Lynn Winfield was a part of this um, a, a wonderful event and she brought her daughter and her daughter name is Grace. Grace. Were you saying when you say Grace, you say it's so gentle because <laughs> we That's owe Grace. Right. Yeah, we owe Grace. Basically, we could say she was the first touch point of saving your life. So now I'm going to shut up. Tina, tell us what happened. Well, all I can tell you is I, I will tell you that I lost I have lost memory. Um, I have no recollection of the summit at all. I look at my computer. I see my emails. I see my notes. I see my files from that week. I see my correspondence. But it's it's only because I know it happened by reading. And I look at my phone. I see texts. But I have completely lost my memory I can't remember most of February. I don't remember the um, the Black Enterprise Woman Power Summit at all. It's 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 just gone from my from my mind. But from what I understand, um, well, if you want I, to, I passed I, out. If you I want to, out backstage. Oh. Can you hear yeah. me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you said. What did you say, Tony? Uh, if you want to know the story, I can tell you what happened. I was there. Well, I, oh, okay. I so, so, okay, you guys fill it. You fill in and out. But I want to know when you passed out. Did you? Did, was was it a as quick as a blink, or was there a sense of I feel a little lightheaded, or was it a snap? I want people to really hear clearly. Okay. There is no warning. There is no warning. So whether you're walking down the street, you're sitting at your desk, you're driving your car, there is no warning. There's no feeling of anything. I will, the, the first um, memory I have was waking up in the hospital with tubes attached to me. And so you never heard them working on you? You didn't hear people running Not for you? Okay, Tom, okay, Tina, let me tell you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you this question. Did you see the light? Or did you, you know, see, and I'm going to tell you. Did you see the fiery grass? And I'm going to tell you, I said. I had to be unconscious and not dead because nobody came and said, girl, get up. <laughs> I had that not my mother, not my late husband, not my grandmother. I mean, no, my, not my daddy. All those who have gone on before me. Nobody. Nobody. Phyllis, did it feel like like you do when you've been asleep and you're totally unconscious? You know what I mean? Where you wake up and go, oh. Uh, it's snowing outside. When I went to sleep, it was raining. You know that that it, it, that's what you, I yeah, want to be. Yeah, you know you you like. you wake up and it's just like, what's up? What's happening? And I, my my son was sitting. My stepson, he was sitting next to me. So no pain. I know you keep telling. I didn't never, feel an no, ounce of pain. Nothing. Nothing. And I was, said, what are you doing here? I thought I was dreaming. And he said, do you know where you are? So I looked around. And I said, am I in the hospital? And he's like, you are. And I was like, okay. I said, where am I? He said, you're in Las Vegas. I said, oh, yeah, Las Vegas. I said, oh, my God. I said, oh, my God. I said, I got to get back to work. I said, what's going on? And he said, no, you're not going anywhere. He said, you had a heart attack. And I was like, I use profanity. But basically, it was shut the front door. <laughs> so here's the question. Is your heart attack considered, not that, 
because you had just a, is was it a considered um you've had a quadruple bypass you required that correct a quadruple right. so right. was that a massive heart attack i'm this i'm learning is, here this is what i all i can say is from Las, the las vegas hospital and we'll get to eventually almost 2 weeks later getting back to new jersey and being put in where I, I had the, the surgery um, performed, where it was performed, I didn't have any choice. Every single doctor and nurse said to me, you are extremely lucky or you are very blessed. They said the seriousness of what just happened to you, you should not be here. And they kept, everyone kept telling me they without sugarcoating it, that this was a killer. This was, they well, said, I thought, I you are a miracle. They were, they, they, every, I mean, the, the surgeon who performed the bypass surgery, he's considered one of the, I was told one of the top in the country. And they, and, and, and the, I mean, people, all the nurses like, oh my God, oh my God, Dr. Anderson. Oh my God, you're so lucky. Dr. Anderson's doing your surgery. And he said, he said, Tina, he said, I'm, he said, I'm going to fix you up. He said, but I'm happy that you're even among us, that I can do it. So, and yesterday when I went to get my checkup, I have a new cardiologist who you have to get a cardiologist afterwards to to have your regular checkups because your surgeon is your surgeon. That's it. Right. And he said to me, he said, I said, why? I said, I asked everybody why this happened. He said, you had a, he said, it was just an unlucky day. He said, you are somebody who this should never have happened to. Isn't that something? So Isn't there's that, backstory now. I know we can get well, to. I, I, I want, yeah, well, I want to get to, uh, Tony, I want you to share because, because Tina was unconscious. So Tony, share that. But I, t- and then Tina, we want to come back to the dynamics that what would be the likelihood the woman that cause that finds you is grace name is grace yeah and then how we connected with the fact that the woman that was in catering and i want to share their names and and thank them um because if you know when i picked up when i found out they were like look how far how long was she unconscious and just can imagine if if grace did not find you and four or five minutes later we wouldn't be having this conversation but tony would you share your recollection of what happened what happened to Tony? New York City. Uh-huh. Tina, you still there with me? Yeah. So let's keep going. Because Tony, I don't know if she, her, she probably, she'll, she'll call in if, if, Tony, call in if your phone dropped. So Tina, yeah. you said to me, you and I were talking, and let me just lay this out for you. I haven't heard from Tina. I knew they were working in Vegas. Tony is the calm, very calm one. Tony calls and goes, hey, Tanya. And I'm like, hey, and I'm thinking they're going to tell me about the event. And then she tells me that Tina has had a heart attack. And, and so I, since, since that time, I haven't had any March 2nd, right? I, I, I text you Bible scriptures, right? I left a message to tell you, I love you. I knew you weren't able to respond to me. Uh, yesterday morning, very early, I must say, Tina calls me out of the blue, happy-go-lucky, like she had ran a track and like she's 22 years old. I could have strangled her. <laughs> and, and, and then you shared that amazing story. And so tell me about how um, Grace 
the, the, the process of the calling and how quickly this happened and, and how this connected? I mean, well, what would when, be the likelihood? When I started asking questions, I said, how did this happen? And they said, well, you, you, you passed out backstage. And I said, really? And they said, yes. They said, and apparently no one noticed or no one knew until Lynn Whitfield's daughter walked backstage and saw you laying there unconscious. And Lynn Whitfield's daughter's name is Grace. And the listeners who listen on regularly or for those who don't know, I, I don't wear it on my sleeve, but I, I don't, you know, I am always, you know, proud to say or happy to say that I believe in a higher power and I know what grace is. And the fact that this young lady's name was Grace and she found me and she went for help. And I know that a lot of people came to help me at that point, but the main person was Tammy Booth, who is the catering manager at the Mirage Hotel. And I'm sure Tammy and I had built a rapport because when you work backstage, you have to talk to the catering manager or the banquet captain or whoever, because you got to know when you can put your show on and when you can start and how long is it going to take to clear the plates and things of that nature. So I'm sure she and I develop a rapport. I just don't have the memory of it. And Tammy came and Tammy, before she was catering manager at the Mirage Hotel, she once lived in the city of New York, where I'm from. And she worked for the New York City Fire Department as an EMT. And for those of you who don't know, when the fire, when the when the 911 goes out to the fire department and the house is on fire or a structure is, is coming down, those firemen run into that building to rescue the people inside. But when they bring them out and they lay them on the ground, it is the EMT who is responsible for saving their lives. And Tammy brought me back. I understand wow. she cut everything off me, you know. Including good, a good bra. The my good real bra. good bra. Oh, man. Oh, Tammy, I paid like for $60, $70 dollars for that sucker, and I'm <laughs> still mad. Okay, go, Tony. Here I am. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, and I, they, I, they said the, the ambulance was there within minutes, and um, what I understood next was waking up. My son was next to me, but there were other people who had also come and sat with me. Um um, Caroline, Caroline Clark, who is the creator of the um, one of the creators of the Woman of Power Summit for Black Enterprise in the in the face of it, she changed her flight so she could come and sit by my bedside until my son would get there and he was coming from the East Coast. And I guess we must tell you that we sent someone to to, to spy in on you, Marilyn, right. Marilyn artist. Right. She shout out to Marilyn. Uh, she does, shout, Marilyn artist came more Mar- than one time. To see you. Yeah, yeah, she was there at 4 o'clock, 4, 4.30 a.m., 12 o'clock at night. Um, I texted her and she yeah. left she went, her church. She and, more than one time. Yeah, she came, yeah. She came up a couple of... Yeah. And I would say, whisper, tell her we love, tell Tina we love her, tell her in her ear we love her. And I was like, how does she look? She's like, she looks bad, Tanya. I was like, I should have asked that question. But Tony, we're going to go to break in four minutes. But Tony, tell us your recollection of it because did they find you? When did you find out? uh, Well, I don't know if Tina remembers, but I had talked to Tina three minutes before that. 
and uh, we were eating lunch at a little table around the co- corner, three colleagues, and we were talking to Tina. And she says, oh, I've been working. I haven't had anything to drink. I haven't had anything to eat. And we said, oh, you really need to get something to eat. And we had finished, and she poured herself some orange juice. And I remember walking away for a minute, and um, I went to the backstage area where I, Tina wasn't there. As far as I know, Tina wasn't there. Um, at the backstage area was two or three other people working. Tina was not there. And so I want she's Tina, normally, Is she normally there? Tina's normally there, but I had okay. just seen her. But it could mean she went to the restroom. It could have right. mean she went out to, uh, to, to get somebody's attention that's on the stage. She could have been anywhere. It, we're always moving around. We don't, we're not always together, but we're, we're moving around. And I, I know you mentioned um, the lady who was the EMT, but I hope you started with Grace. And you may I not did. know, Grace was instrumental in saving Tina's life. Yes. Because Tina was in a room that had a curtain around it. And so when Tina hit the ground, the only nobody was there. She was alone. Tina always got to do stuff by herself. Tina was in the room by her, uh, by herself, and we don't know why was, you were in that there. Was That's Tina taking up. control. I don't know. Tina was in the room by herself, and the young lady Grace played an instrument, and I believe she was going up on the stage, and she forgot her instrument. So she went Girl. into the little room with the curtain around it, and then I was standing close by. When she came out of the room, and when she came out of the room, she had the look of horror on her face. And I saw her. And I knew that look. And I ran up to her, and I grabbed her by the shoulders, and I said, what's wrong? She couldn't even speak. I said, what is wrong? She said, the lady in the room is having a seizure. A seizure? That's what she said. The lady's having a seizure. I said to Grace, I'm going to get help. And I ran to try to find help, somebody to call the ambulance. Tina, you know how big that is? Do you know we have never seen Tony run anywhere? Girl, that's some that's love. That's had, love, honey. Had, had Grace said, I think the lady is having a heart attack, I would have ran in. Because I do know CPR. I have been trained. But she said seizure. She said seizure. I didn't know it was Tina. You didn't know it was Tina. I did not know. When I was running for help, literally running, I heard Grace say, it's Miss Tina. Oh. And that was the only way I knew it was Tina. But, but so Tina, you owe me dinner. <laughs> I ran out of the room. Three lines. I ran <laughs> into take two to guys. Right. Oh, I, I, yeah, it's going to be a good restaurant, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I saw two black enterprise guys. I said, run for help. We need an ambulance. I said, try to run to the front of the hotel. Because basically, and you don't realize it at the time, we're isolated back there. Yeah. We're very isolated. And so I ran to the left, and to the left was the back of the house of the hotel. And I ran into all the waiters and catering people. And I said, I need help. I need an ambulance right now. And that's when they got on the radio. So how the the catering manager who was the former EMT person. She, she had the radio. She heard she the, had the radio. She, yeah, she told that she heard the right. cry for help and she came, right. she came running. That's exactly how. Yeah. So I found the right group of people and they called for help. She heard the call. She came running. And when Tina, Tina was breathing, Tina was on the ground, Tina stopped breathing. So we lost Tina for a good three, four minutes. 
Tina, I could kick your butt. Stop breathing. <laughs> well, you got one minute left, so you. <laughs> I know, I know. We're gonna go. kick so, it during, so during the break. Yeah, I, what we're gonna do is when we come back, I just want to stop and and I want to give some really heavy numbers to women of color, um, because we want everyone to continue this conversation. I think you're going to be shocked at the percentage of African-American women that suffer from suffer from heart disease. And I'm going to give some of those numbers and I'm going to give a, a couple of uh, the top diseases of type of heart diseases um, when we get back from a break. But Tina, again, we love you. And Tony, we love you. I mean, the, the camaraderie here and the rhythm and to pull this off, this this is a big deal. And, and we wouldn't have Tina with us if it wasn't for Grace and Tony and, and that connection. And of course, as Tina always think, I don't believe in God, which is not true. Our heavenly, heavenly, <laughs> heavenly parent, our heavenly, heavenly, heavenly parent. And thank you. We love you. And we'll be right back. Not just talk radio. Thanks for listening. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Do you believe that being fit is difficult? Do you think it requires turning in your favorite comfort foods for boring chicken and broccoli and spending hours in a gym? It doesn't. Tune into Have It All with Devin Alexander. Devin and her guest experts will show you how you can have it all at any age. From relationships to money to thinking bigger than you've ever imagined. Devin will fast track your goals to yummy reality. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change can be a scary thing. It's way too easy to stay inside your comfort zone. But the world is changing. And that's not going to stop without adapting yourself to the rest of life is just selling yourself short. Join Sandra Hill every week for Grow Your Voice, Overcome Your Fears. You gain insight with expert guests, experiences, and tools to help you navigate the change and perhaps even welcome it. Listen live on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You are listening to Not Just Talk Radio. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to lj at notjusttalkradio.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. We're here with Tony Brown and Tina Wen, And and we're talking about um, grace and a healthy heart. As you know, we're welcoming Tina back. Tina had uh, a massive heart attack, which led to a quadruple bypass. And we're going to discuss that some more. But ladies, I wanted to just give a couple of stats out there. In the United States, and these numbers reflect the U.S. only, they say that only one out of three African-American women are aware of 
the fact that um, heart attacks are the leading cause of death for African-Americans. But here is the aha. Are you guys there with me? I want to make yeah, sure everybody's yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's the aha. It said 49% of African-American women over the age of 20 have some type of heart disease. Please, 20s. In the 20s, guys. These young ladies that are 21, 22, 3. And so th- we're 49%. African-American women out there, if this doesn't rock your core, it does for me. I have to tell you, I, I when I read this information, and they're saying it's some kind of clogging of the arteries, whether it's in the legs or the arm or stroke or high blood pressure or ch- somewhere. And, and as we know, well, few are genetic, some are genetic. The fact is, what leads to this in most cases is because of obesity, our diet, our diet. Um, and it even talks about alcohol, which I'm so glad I don't have no alcohol in my house right now. That fried food, and and, and so a little later, I'm gonna uh, give salt. a couple. Have salt. you know how we salt our food? Yeah. Salt. Um. Um. And and so a little later, I'm gonna talk about f- give you four or five things that you shouldn't be doing, uh, that you should be doing in order to reduce heart disease. But smoking takes you out. Remember Dr. Nisha Sander from Johns Hopkins, the cardiologist. Mm-hmm. She ended the show by saying. You know what? I'm just going to say it. You got to be stupid to be smoking. And, um, and, and and so that that's something else. But as this being a conversation, the fact that 49 percent of African-American women over the age of 20 have some kind of heart disease. This is a conversation we should be having with our friends and family and so on, et cetera. Um, I know, Tina, you had said to me uh, since this incident, you have now a one pager. You have a page on your health, who to call. Um, what are some of those suggestions? Because well, in your case, you don't have brothers and sisters. You do have children. This is, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. And my children are my stepchildren. So I I I, I married a, a man who had young children, and they're now in their forties, and they're the most amazing people I know. But I will. This is this is the thing. I asked the surgeon. On the day, the day before he came in to describe um, how he was going to do the procedure, they were going to go into my leg and find veins to take out, and then they were going to sculpt those to put into four different parts of my heart. So he's explaining that, and I said, I need to know how did this happen? Why did this happen? What was I doing wrong? I'm going to tell you guys, I eat very healthy, 90 9.9% of the time I'll go out, I'll hang out and I'll eat whatever with my girls or whatever. But I, in my home, which is I'm home most of the time and I cook and i like to cook. I eat extremely healthy. I drink an, the occasional social glass of red wine. I don't drink alcohol almost ever. I do not smoke. I do not do drugs. I go to the gym for 90 minutes every day and I go in when I go to the gym. I don't stress about stuff because the gym releases that. I sleep really well. So it's then why like, are you always why telling me? us off? You hear what I say? Why are you always telling us off? So okay, anyway, no, keep going. Because only you all stress me out. But anyway, <laughs> I said so he so they said they have come because they looked at my body and they examined it and they went through all and they said we can tell. You know, they said you are so strong. And they said, it, this, is, this is a hereditary disease. You have inherited this disease. So let's go back to 1958 when I was born and then abandoned and, and took, brought into an orphanage. 
I've never known my birth parents. I've never known an ounce of history of the blood that runs through my veins. So now I'm searching through 23andMe, which offers a medical history um, analysis of, of, um, you know, of your, of your um, family. And it's not like I was looking for new family or anything like that. I'm, I'm very blessed with who I have in my life. But I have to know what my, my health history is. Right. And I have to, I beg any of you, even if you're, you know, if you're not adopted and you got, you have to go and start talking to your elders, start talking to the cousins, the aunties, uncles, whoever, and say, what's our health history? You know, diabetes, high blood pressure, um, anyone had a heart attack, anyone with cancer. We need to learn these things because I go to the doctor, I take care of myself, I get checkups. They say, oh, your cholesterol should be better, you know, but you don't need to be on medication for it. You know, just, you know, don't put too much salt in your food, things like that. There was nothing wrong. Right. There was no warning. So this is silent. Everyone, you go to bed at night and they always say tomorrow ain't promise. I'm telling you tomorrow ain't promise. You need to check out your health big time. You know, like. Uh, not only do we really appreciate that, but but t- Tina, you said something really, really important, and that is, um, you know, it's so interesting because you were an orphaned um, child, and and you don't know your background. And I have to say, it's been difficult for me. You know, we we come from these broken veins and vessels in our black in the black community due to pain, and we still haven't healed from slavery in most cases. So many. Honey, we have to sit down. I even myself, I literally had to de- almost demand with my family, what who what did our grandparents die from? What did my father have? You know, our parents out there in the black community don't want to tell what's wrong with them and so on, et cetera. And but it, it, if that's the case, do what Tina ha- is doing, and that is check out your DNA and genetic background. Yeah, uh, because. The fact is, I know for sure when Tony called me and said Tina had had a heart attack, I, I was in disbelief because I know this girl behind is the size of a teacup. She is just <laughs> taking such a good. I mean, I'm like, if Tina had a heart attack, I'm out of here in 30 days. And because um, Tina, uh, you can call her. I'm going to the gym. Mm-hmm. She is. And her legs are like a track runner. I was like, look at. I said, Tina, look at your legs like that. You know, they look like somebody somebody 22. But Latanya, I think there's something else, too. I think we expect when someone has a heart attack and we're there, they're going to clutch their heart and say, I have pain or clutch their heart and say, my arm hurts. I got pain up my arm. This was not that at all. It was boom. She's out on the ground. Boom. She's out. And one of the two things to offer, um, and that is when I uh, picked a doctor, uh, gener- uh, uh, my primary care doctor, out of the book that the insurance company gives you, I really was looking for somebody who was a African-American uh, to understand, you know, our bodies uh, and our, the diseases that are most prevalent in our culture, but also to somebody who was in my immediate community, so to speak. I wouldn't have to go two hours of drive, an hour to get there. So I picked uh, Dr. Raymond Jones, who by chance turned out to be 
a cardiologist. Didn't know at the time how useful that would be to me. Because one of the first things he does when you go in, he takes your blood pressure and you're getting an EKG, just like you go in there and get uh, a flu shot. Right. That's what that's his that's thing. Right. That, and he's going to give it to you straight. He's hard and he's tough. The other thing that I would say to people is contact um, the Heart Association. Learn CPR. If you work at a company, go to your human resource people and ask them to set up a training so that everybody in the building can go to the training. Know how to do CPR. You don't ever, ever know. Twice in my life, I once used CPR on a family member, and I would have done it to Tina had I not run for help. Mm-hmm. I would not have run for help if I had known Tina was having a heart attack. But because the young lady said she's having a seizure, I ran for help. One of the first things you want to do when somebody is not breathing is to start the chest compressions. Right. I would have been able, you send somebody for help, you start the chest compression. The other that's valuable it. thing was, that's which great people advice. ask me, which be, I mean, I can't tell you, I would have paid a million dollars for that training. I tried, I had to do CPR on my cousin, me and my cousin by ourselves. Mm. My cousin went down. Tina wow. went down twice. I, I, Who, what I, are the chances? I, I, I'm right. gonna I'm gonna go online today because I'm not. Oh, I, I don't know. Oh, I, but you will. But you I, will. I, you I, will I won't be, be so another grateful. week without it. I won't be. Another you will week be so grateful. But also, too, the other thing people ask me, Tony, you, did you panic? Did you panic? What, what happened? Where, where we? I was calm, and I was calm because I took that training. Well, let me just say this. Mm-hmm. She was so calm, uh, and when she called me. Tony painted it. She, she, it's almost like, let me just calm you before I have to, right? <laughs> and Tony was so calm. And then I felt really bad because three or four days in it to it, I'm sure Tony had got had received hundreds of calls. Yeah. Tina, if there is any doubt in your mind that you don't have a village, your village is so tremendous. And I, and I have to give kudos to Bernadette Weeks Holman because we realized that how is Tony holding this down? Because we were at her. Well, what did they say today? And so on, et cetera. And by the way, uh, we sent somebody up the stairwell and they're there in the middle of the night. And so on, and where's the sun? And then, and then I get a call from Bernadette Weeks Holman, who's a Bernadette Weeks Holman, who's another calm soul. She's like, look. <laughs> and they sort of, that your village is was so huge. Um, and they managed us all so well. Um, Tina and Tony I have to tell you when Tina called me out of the blue yesterday like nothing had never happened um, she was like I love Tony I love Tony <laughs> yeah. and to- and I was like I wonder these two heifers telling each other <laughs> I, Tony did you get I sent you a I sent yeah you, you did call. I didn't get a chance to tell you I got it yes thank you it was I was beautiful. I was you like, know, it's, um, I sat down and wrote a, I personally sat right, down it, and wrote maybe I, there were about 30 people from the black enterprise people who are amazing to the, 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 the crew that makes the Brown one agency who are ultra amazing to the family and friends. It was like, you know, from my son who sat there with me for two freaking weeks in Vegas, but then again, he likes to gamble. So I think it was an ulterior motive. Um, <laughs> and my, so the people you know, that brought the, you to the, the, the guy, the guy in my life who, when I got home, 
my home was beautiful with flowers that had been sent and, you know, everything was just wonderful. And he never left my side at the hospital for the other almost two weeks that I was in the New Jersey hospital. You know, my incredible, you know, my, my daughter who, my stepdaughter who made sure all the paperwork was in order, had everything drawn up, which was like right on point. And I must tell you, people, get your stuff in order. I cannot stress it enough. A living will, a, living a will. power of attorney. There is just so many things. Put your life in order. Right. Because you just don't know when that day is going to come. You know, you can live, you know, you, it can, you can be a 12-year-old. You can be a 112-year-old. There is no day that is promised to you. Put your stuff in order. You know, and, and I think about, uh, I didn't mean to cut you, but I was just connecting to the health piece. When I read those numbers that 49% of African-American women over 20 has some type of heart disease, I have to tell you, I give a shout out. My nieces, you know, they're millennials. And it's a sad thing because while you love the millennials, we, we know we've already lived where they've been. My family, this weight has to come off. Mm-hmm. This weight must come off and and, and we have to have some hard talks I know my I can can, I'm going to share my story I know my family they run from hard talks that's that's the that's you know that's the challenge with my family is that when it's time to get serious when it's time to crack a joke everybody can talk when it's time to tell each other you love each other and let's have a hard conversation everybody run to their corners and I'm sure other families are like that it's not funny it's not worth running um, because it, it could be you have a heart attack, drop dead, and it's it's done. Or you could have a stroke and be in a wheelchair the rest of your life or in a theater. It, it, you know, it, it could go so many ways. But the fact is, we have this blessed life. Let's, let's treat it well. Let's treat it well. I have to tell you, I didn't start gaining weight till I was 45. And then at 45, it's because I needed two new knee surgeries. But I was, you know... Honey, please, you know, I can, you know, even though I walk like my daddy, but I was very health conscious, you know, I, I, I was, but the, younger, our younger women in our community having an oversized behind and oversized boobies right. and being an extra 30 pounds yeah. to make the boys look at you, the men look at you, you're going to be dead. It's, right. I'm just that simple. Right. But and you know, it, a healthy, a healthy weight doesn't mean you have to be slim and trim. It that that's doesn't true look, too. But you have to be healthy. You you may not your it may not be your genetic makeup to be slim right. and trim. You can be, you know, exotic, but you need to be healthy in in oh. your body, and right. uh, and and that he- that that fat around your heart needs to diminish because it right. it only adds to the problem that we already have. But they know you know when you got the stomach bigger than the boobs. You you know when it's too much. You know what I mean. Yeah. And, you, and the doctor will tell you, the doctor will say, this is your healthy weight. And I've heard people say it. Well, but what I, I know people skinny, they got sick, look at Tina and so on, et cetera. But because Tina took care of herself, I really believe that's a concept that's that that and your blessing. Well, I will let you know that my I was at when I had the heart attack, I weighed 158. I weigh 143 right now. Well, we're going to be. It's not. That's not a great way to lose weight. But I have. I. But I will tell you, I'm going to work have. even harder to make sure I stay at this size. So look, we're going to go to a break, and but when we come back, I'm going to. I'm going to mention five things you can do to lower your heart disease risk. I'm going to five quick things and start thinking about it. And uh, you know, ladies, we really should think about doing an event 
um, a, a series of events um, with the Heart, a National Heart Association, um, because we can do them. We can do them. You know, yeah. we can get it done. But that being said and done, I love these ladies. I'm glad you're with me. I like the hard conversation. Thank you for sharing. We'll be right back. Not just talk radio. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Are you ready for a show about possibilities? Are you tired of boundaries and limitations and ready for expansion and growth? Then tune in and spend some time with Rebecca Huey, host of Mastermind. Dr. Rebecca provides a safe, healing environment designed to help you develop emotional intelligence, resilience, and the self-awareness necessary to create positive, long-lasting change. Listen every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel are you ready to be fabulous you know science has proven that women thrive in a tribe together and now we invite you to join two fierce females otherwise known as sheila and sarah as they help you take the journey from flat to fabulous it's fun terrific stories and wise insight every week take better control of your life tune in every wednesday at 3 p.m eastern time and 12 noon pacific time for life from flat to fabulous on the voice america influencers channel Create happiness now. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You are listening to Not Just Talk Radio. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to lj at notjusttalkradio.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome, welcome, Not Just Talk listening audience. Today we're talking with Tina Wynn, who's back on air with us by the grace, as as we would say, um, after having a, a heart attack and a, and a let me get that right open heart surgery open a quadruple open heart surgery and of course her her business partner best friend and sister friend uh tony brown who played a critical critical role and why we even having this conversation with tina today but as promised i said when we got back i wanted to to hear some quick bullets how do we reduce heart disease in the african-american community Uh, and this it says it i'm not saying I made this up. This is the National Heart Association, and this says for African-American women or black women, here are some easy steps you can take. One is people, let's eat a lot of fruits and vegetable and fiber. Fruits, yep. vegetable, and fiber, right? Aim but, at a low. But be sorry. clear about that. That doesn't mean and 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 pork, you know, and fat back and, you know. Right. 
Right. Steam yeah, your no. vegetables. Yes. And clean, clean vegetables. Thank yeah. you. Yep. You're absolutely right. Clean. Yes. Clean vegetables. Aim your diet at low sodium, low sugar, saturated and trans fats and cholesterol. Stay active at least 150 minutes per week, every week, whether you're biking or riding. That's it. 150 Take a walk. minutes. Right now, they have me walking one hour a day. It's challenging. I can't, I, I'm, I'm almost I'm not quite up to it, but one hour a day, they said, will will be like music to your heart. So, And that's tough for you because they removed. They, well, they want they me to just, do they, three miles. They want me, they, they said three miles a day. And, the, and right now, that may take me an hour. It used to take me um, 30 to 40 minutes. But let me yeah. tell you, th- this is a perfect example because, Tina, they took a uh, um, part of your veins from your ankle from my through, from the no the back of my the um my inside my right leg so inside um, your they right cut leg open, they cut open the back of um back of my right knee back of your right knee and and that's where they repair the heart they use that those veins they to pull those veins out yeah they said and, they said the veins they said you don't need those veins in your legs they said oh, they're just there they're just there <laughs> God gave yeah. us extra veins uh-huh. just You learn all kinds of things about the body. It's, it's amazing but, what they can do. if Tina can do it, if Tina can do this, man, we can do this. We can do mm-hmm. this, right, folks? Look, I'm going to say it. Smoking is stupid. Stop yeah. it. No yeah. smoking, using tobacco products. Stop it, people. Right? And limit amount. Okay, so now. now Tina, what, I mean, uh, Latanya and Tina, one of the craziest things is talking to people about high blood pressure. The number of people who have gone to the doctor and the doctor prescribed medication and they're not taking the medication. You are playing Russian roulette with your life. Matter of fact, I told the doctor yesterday when I went for my checkup, I said, listen, I said, I've been on blood pressure medication for most of my life. I said, you changed it when you gave me all these new medications. I said, and now my blood pressure is high. And And he said, don't take that pill anymore. He said, go back to what you were taking if it was maintaining. Because it's like, I'm not trying to fall out again. So, Well, you know what? I think what what what, what happens when you become, and I'm going to say this, educated about, yeah. and it, this requires education. When you go to the doctor people, um, it is a collaborative effort. You just don't go and sit and let them write you a prescription and your excuse in life is right. the doctor told explain you. Explain it. Have them explain it. Have them explain why. it. Do your research. Have a tag team partner. I have, you know, Dr. Anita Martin, who's my friend. And fortunately, I have friends that are doctors. And every blow by blow, I'm calling them saying, explain this to me. Or or I read about it. Just like you read about something fun in life, you have a responsibility. You can't blame. Like Tina did. Tina said, look, this this isn't working. Right. This isn't working. But they wouldn't have known that if she didn't say something. Right. And and it it won't. And it and, and it won't. Um, clash with the other medication because right. I'm going to be on cholesterol probably the rest of my life. That's fine. I have a problem with that. And it's cholesterol, it's um, blood pressure, and it's um, it's aspirin. And there's actually what I learned, there's a pill. These three things the doctor said every human being should take every day of their life. Oh, tell in, us, please. In Europe, in Europe, they sell one pill. You can actually, that doesn't have to be, this, be prescribed. One pill that has all these three ingredients in it. And it's open and it's, and it's readily available to Europeans in every pharmacy. 
and now here in the United States, you know, pharmaceutical companies trying to make all their money. There's three separate pills I have to take and pay should, for. Tell it, can you, this uh, one okay, pill. Oh, that's what that should we do. They still suggest a, a baby aspirin. Yes. Yes. I take it every day. It's part of it's part of the I um, was, subscription. I was doing it and then I stopped. I don't know why I'm going to go back to it because yeah. I was told to do it, you know, because of the blood. I, I, see, even I fell off my wagon. But listen, here's one that's going to hit everyone, because I'm going to say as a black woman, we have a tendency to need our, our wine and our liquor to deal with society's daily foolishness combination of racism pressure and all the other issues but ladies we must limit our alcohol and for me what i've what i've done i just don't have alcohol in my house i literally have to get in my car i used to have a bar in my home everyone would come over and i can and now it's like you know what and it was because i moved to the south and people would walk in my house and say do you have something to drink and that disturbed me and I was like, I don't want to lie. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to have a non-alcoholic, a non, a home with no alcohol in it. Yeah. That's what works for me. And I don't even have to, I don't have to, I don't, ha- I, I go, no, I don't have any alcohol. Yeah. I don't want to be a part of the problem. I asked, I asked my doctor yesterday about alcohol. Cause I do like, I, I you know, I used to have a glass of red wine with dinner. Um, nothing more than that. But when I go out, I always order a glass of red wine. Um, he said, he said, you, he said, you should feel free. He said, if you want to drink, he said, if you want to have a red wine, he said, if you want to have a cocktail, he said, I don't have a problem with that because it's in moderation. Yeah, that's Your it. Life they said limited. They said limited. To moderation. And yeah, why it's not? Moderation. And why not? Why are you glutton for everything? You right. know, treat yourself. Right. You don't have to drink release. every day. You don't have to drink right. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You, you don't, don't have, have to, do to go it. for seconds. You don't have right. to pile, pile it on, on top of Or the, uh, how about this? Anyway. Someone said to me, when I crack the bottle open, I, I'm obligated to drink the entire bottle. I was like, no, you're not. You, you know, that's just. So these are some of the suggestions we need to talk. But, you know, everyone at your arm length. The fact that 49% of African-American women have some type of heart disease over the age of 20, this should be a conversation we're having a lot, yeah. a lot of. You know, you, you need to share your um, stuff that the doctor gave you, your paper, you know, paperwork with the rest of us so that we can implement the same stuff that you're implementing. And you, it's coming straight from your cardiology team. Yeah, well, a lot of it has to do, you know, if I have any side effects. One of my side effects was a, a severe cough. And which is why I couldn't talk and I couldn't do any radio. She didn't want to talk to us. You know, I, it was a really bad cough. But, <laughs> but I know we're running out of time. But, um, you know, listen, sex. Huh? What do you got to do with this? What this you, why, why you always got to go there? They, no, is, um, this is this is uh, this is in many, my this is in my materials. This is in my materials. What did they tell you? Do Not to lay off for weeks. It's like maybe after you having a baby or whatever, but and you can't have anything so pressing down on your chest. Look, that man this is real talk, right? This is not to, just talk. Look, not just talk. You have to, <laughs> they, they, you know, you have to exercise. You know, my, my chest hurts. I, I feel like there's a 10-pound weight on my chest. It doesn't feel good. It's a really odd feeling. But I know I got to get my butt up and I got to go outside and I got to walk as far as I can for as long as I can and come back home. It hurts. It hurts. But, but, but also, you can, also, can I say what we don't measure is the effect that the patient has on other people, how this affects Everybody around this person. Sorry about that, y'all. You know, <laughs> honestly, I came back, my team came back from Vegas with PTSD. Girl, yeah. we were shot. Look, 
I called the lottery so much I felt bad. They would they would call me and then just <laughs> they burst out crying. I was like, this is not helping the patient right now. Why don't you hang up and call back? I had called Tony so much. I was I was somewhere in Georgia. And I just noticed a long pause. I realized I have talked till I had nothing else to say, and that's impossible. Do you remember, Tony, I was going to the bank? Well, I event- like, eventually, I did stop talking. I had to stop talking it, about it because it affects me. You know, yeah, it affects put, me as well. Um, it affects everybody that yeah, worked with us. We right. literally had, you know, we were doing an event. Uh, what nobody mentioned was the event was still going on while... Tina, uh, the emergency team was trying to reset, resuscitate. What well, Tina yeah. didn't mention to you was that she had, they had to use a defibrillator on her. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, you know, everything was We have about two minutes, but this is a great reminder. It, when we don't have, you know, sometimes I've heard people say, I just don't really care. Then try to find some sense of thoughtfulness for the people around you. Um, uh, Tina was very thoughtful. She had folks that had keys to her house and, and her stepchildren. It was like a machine around her. She had a business partner that was on it, but we have to sometimes wake up and say, you know, even if we don't care enough for ourselves, think about the people, the burden we would be if we didn't do what we were supposed to do. You have to do whatever you need to trick yourself into handling your business. So here's a recap. And I'm going to be do the same thing. Go get your CPR license. That's what we call them, right? Yeah. Well, you don't need. It's not a license, but go get your certificate. Go get your training. Go get your certificate. Go get your training. Go get um, have a have a conversation about your, fa- your with your family and best friends t- to put more vegetables and fruits and so on etc and, and 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 speak to your cardiologist find out what questions you should be asking the fact that 49% of african american women have heart disease over the ages right. 20 uh, we need to be here. We're a part of the critical part of the, the planet Earth. Um, I always say we are the flavor, honey. Yeah. And and without us, my goodness. Right. Well, love your, you got to love yourself. You God. you got to love yourself. You got to love you. I'll tell you, my cardiologist said your cholesterol numbers are not good. Lay off the red meat. You I haven't had meat? I haven't had a hamburger or a piece of bacon since he told me that. <laughs> and so that was, I mean, and thank God the taste for it has left me immediately. I'm not craving anything. Yeah. But again, if I want to be here, and this was before Tina went down. So you can imagine me going to the doctor and him telling me about my cholesterol and what not to do. And then uh, two weeks later, uh, my business partner, my colleague, my friend, my sister is on the ground. Well, so, so uh, and I and uh, I just want to just leave. I got leave the message and say, <laughs> if this happened to me, who lived practically an exemplary life, yep. Just think. Just look at yourself. Take a look in the mirror at yourself and say, I'm nowhere near what she was doing, and it happened to me. That means you are not exempt. So take care of yourself, love yourself, and educate yourself more than well, anything. And so we're down to the end of the show. Know that we love you, Tina, and thank you. Thank you. Uh, and um, love you all. As you Beyond. said, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> and if nobody God's told you, grace is very amazing. I'll let you end with that. One more time, Tina. What did you say? <laughs> God's grace. God's grace. Just it's think amazing. about it. God's grace. Indeed. Thank you for listening to Not Just Talk Radio. We love you. Thank you for tuning in to Not Just Talk Radio. 
You'll want to check out the next edition of the show next Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 